Lucky Land Slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. I'm good. I'm set. It's it's a Monday morning, and and I, I already have, uh, uh, Anger. <laughs> I don't know why, be, be, because we all know what what's going to, to happen. But over the weekend, in case some people missed it, and Andrew Garfield's uh, stunt double from from the uh, the Amazing Spider-Man films, uh, his Instagram. Uh, I don't know if it was hacked, if he shared it all him, himself or something happened, but we've got photos of this particular stunt actor on the Spider-Man Far From Home, or Far From Home, no, no Way Home set, as well as other Spider-Man related pictures, like he had a picture of the Far From Home uh, poster. Look, stunt guy, guys, they do... They don't necessarily always do stunts for the same person. They do stunts for m- multiple p- people. They do uh, come in and do things like uh, stunt c- consults and, you know, hey, if you're going to do do this, this is how uh, I would do it. And, you know, this is how we did it when I did, did something similar. But, I mean, it's it's we, we've all expected to see more than Holland and the and the MCU in this whether or not it's legitimately the the amazing Spider-Man Andrew Garfield versus some other you know multiverse for version I don't fucking know but uh it's been over 30 seconds thank good goodness good morning everybody welcome to LR mornings I started off bitching about Sony uh uh I'm Kyle joined by Manny of course and what do you what do you what do you think about the p- pictures, man? Pretty pretty much solidifies Garfield's going to be in the movie, or or is it like I said, he's just a stunt guy that's there there. Stunt guys work on so many films, man. I'm until I see it in the trailer or something. Yeah, I see Garfield in there. I'm not worried about it. Um, Nick had a th- theory, and uh, I think Shocky kind of um uh backed this theory i guess you could say and that's the uh the characters we're gonna see are familiar but not necessarily from their universe i don't know if i actually buy that i honestly believe i don't think it's gonna be a full-on live action spider verse movie i think it's gonna be similar to what nick nick said where you're gonna get glimpses of the other universes possibly but they're not gonna play as bigger role as some people think i don't think this is going to be live action spider-verse do you i still think it's going to be tom holland's movie no it's definitely going to be tom holland's movie uh, i i don't there, there is really no money i think into bringing back the other guys but it sounds like it'd be expensive and to be honest i won't i wouldn't give sony that much credit 
mm-hmm. based on what they've done so far. <laughs> they they wouldn't do a multiverse like that where all of a sudden they're going to have Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, even even bringing in Miles Morales, Spider-Man and whatnot. I, I think it's a little too ambitious for Sony for what yeah. for what they do. Oh, a- absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it's kind of funny. Something I talk about a lot and and movie uh, business is the um, old studio mentality versus new new studio mentality. Um, We we all know. Well, not all all of us, but those of us that are movie buffs know usually know about uh, history of Hollywood. You used to have these studio contracts with everybody from an actor to a producer. And it's literally like. You belong, you're going to write, direct, produce, and act in nothing but MGM for the next eight eight years, right? Right. Marvel, they make an, a nine-picture contract, but you can go do other things during during that, that time. Warner Brothers and Fox, before they got bought, were two of the oldest re- remaining uh classics and they still had some of those issues for for example uh i know we're both dudes but uh um uh i feel like it was highly inappropriate to look at anne hathaway in in batman the dark knight uh where um she even spoke spoke about I don't know if she was told or requested. She she specifically mentioned losing weight for the for the role, right? And Anne Hathaway's a, a very attractive young young lady. Well, she's not young. She's my my age. She's a very attractive lady in every mo- movie I've ever seen. And to hear her t- talk about losing weight was c- kind of weird. But then you looked at Scarlett Johansson in in Avengers, for for example. They she said she didn't. She wasn't told to to lose weight. They basically fitted fitted her for what she was for what she was was, and that's one of the those old studio things. Sony is similar, right? They got that old, old studio. It's money. We know what's be- best because we're the we're the execs. I, I get that feeling every time a producer or hire speaks at Sony. Don't you? Well. Not well. I, I'm not sure. I, I think they're just trying to, to you know, find that golden egg. And I, I think even with Spider-Man, they haven't necessarily been able to yeah. tap it the way they they wanted to. I have no issue with the studio or producer or director asking an actor to either gain weight or lose weight because it's part of their vision. I mean, hell, we've seen Matthew McConaughey yeah. do it both ways, up and down. Like it, like, it almost there... seems unhealthy. Was there a reason? Because she almost looked unhealthy at and incapable. Almost, I know there are lots of very, very thin, uh, like like a uh, uh, martial arts guy. I not Jackie Chan, not Bruce Bruce Lee. There you go, Bruce Lee. Lee, Mm -hmm. Very thin. If you saw him with clothes on, you would not think there there was you. I beat his ass. He's tight. No, he's pure pure muscle. So yeah, (laughs) you, you are you are right. But in general, people that would have done what Catwoman would have done would have at least had some thicker legs for all the jumping and roll rolling and crawling and climbing. You know what I'm saying? It just 
it seemed one of those times where uh, an old-fashioned studio was like, no, 80s, super thin models, do it now. It wasn't necessarily, but that's kind of how I took it when it was looking over at Marvel and seeing Scarlet not ever once in the MCU films have I, do I think I saw her drastically over or under weights that I had seen her before or in, in normal per person, you know, just like out and about in between films. I, I don't know. I've got a bi bias against so Sony for certain. I just, I fear, like you said, they're, they're searching for, for a golden egg, right? And they can't find it. And I think that's on them because they just don't know how to let go, go the old ways and, uh, listen, listen to your, your fans and not just your execs, right? And that uh, includes the creatives. That includes the writers and directors when they go, Sony, this, like when Rimey said, Venom's not going to work. And they were like, no, do it any, anyways. That type of thing. I, I, at this point with Sony, I, I really don't know what, what to make of what they're doing just because of some of it. Because it, like, then they start developing projects like Madam Web and, and, uh, everything else that the, a detective uh uh aunt may or whatever and it's like what what do you like you do you guys even have a plan like what's what's the deal and at this the point at this point i i honestly there there are sometimes and, and here's the thing i hate the overlord mouse i mean just because of just because yeah. of how big they are i just want to point that i can out. get that absolutely um, but at the same time when it comes to spider-man at this point, I kind of wish they would Bruce Wayne it and just buy Sony so that they can mm -hmm. get Spider-Man back and then maybe sell it. <laughs> so um, just because I, I think that under 100% under their control, it, it'd be it'd be such a better property, which is, yeah. I mean, now why at least I'm excited to see what their what their vision is going to be for Fantastic Four. And yes. X-Men and things like that. So And... Um, Miss Marvel, believe it or not, I've been a uh, a bit of a a uh, what some might call a Miss Marvel detractor. I often bring her book up as an as as an example of when comic companies are making uh, PR choices. Uh, her book will not do so well, and they'll cancel a book that sells more, but keep keep hers around. I got it. I get it. Tracking. But her character, when they first announced her coming over, I was like, that's a perfect re replacement for our P Peter Parker if we lose him. She's a fangirl. She's younger, just like Tom Holland's Peter Parker. He's a fan of the Avengers. He, he was young. Younger brings in a different uh, point of view. And... Like I said, I'm not necessarily the biggest Kamala Khan fan comic-wise. Uh, I didn't mind her in the Avengers game because you don't have to use her through the whole whole thing. But even her as the story device was fine and actually better than the comics. <laughs> so I'm I'm happy to happy to see it because uh, we definitely know we're headed towards some sort of young Avengers young 
uh, new warriors, something, right? We're getting a young, young team. I just think it's go, 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 going to end up being a Disney Plus thing. What do you think about that? Yeah, definitely. I think it would be a Disney Plus thing. It should be. It should be easily accessible by kids everywhere. And where are you going to get them? Get them the most access? It's going to be on Disney Plus, not necessarily a feature film. I want them to right. be able to go on it and be able to watch it over and over again. So I, I think it's it's the perfect platform. Because there is no more Fox Saturday morning cartoons or shows. There is no more uh, Kids WB in the afternoons uh, that we grew up with. So right now, the only place to put them is streaming services. So, Well, let yeah. me ask you this then. The the way you just kind of mentioned, mentioned it kind of tickled my brain. First off, I think I just came up with a new segment for, for Mondays, which will be movie business monday segment where we talk about the business side of things which we did a little bit so it's segment covered but (laughs) uh the the young avengers new warriors whatever we end up calling them i almost like the idea of that being um an on a a known ongoing series like you said to replay replace that kind of Saturday morning cartoon thing. How would you feel about that? That a young Avengers M- MCU canon that does like what shield was supposed to do, you know, be a multi-season thing. I actually really like that. What do you th- think? I think it's a great idea. I think you start off with Miss Marvel and then you go on with maybe a, a, a Nova and, and then uh, you, you move on to, What's another young guy? I don't know. Introduce uh, it. You've got Hawkeye's girl, Kate, Kate Bishop. Oh, yeah. Kate, Kate Bishop. Uh, and uh, Wiccan and Speed could potentially come back. Uh, Hulkling. Isn't he rumored to actually be a part of the MCU already? I'm not sure. And he's half Cree, if I'm not, not mistaking. Hulkling. What Heck, you're getting, if you if you want notoriety... And I know it doesn't work anymore because I think he's going to be older. Unless it, it depends where you where you put the, um, the film. But you can put a a young group in that <laughs> a teen that teenage group in the in the mix. Yeah, uh, and that would make it uh, that would instantly make it a, a favorite just because you, it's over the re- the recognition of of a young group. Yeah, here's the cool cool thing about Hulkling, and and like I said, I do think he's been rumor heard or mentioned something about about him okay um he's a cree uh scroll hybrid i knew there was some cree in there uh in the in the comics uh at one point i'm not sure if it's still an ongoing relationship but he was in a relationship with wiccan in the comics at one point um so definitely uh the characters are there. There's story there. The re- reason why I brought that up, and I'm glad you agree that it would do amazing as a ser- series, is I think it was Nick I was arguing with, maybe. And I was like, I don't necessarily think most of us, our our age, the, the uh, youngest Xers and the, the older millennials, basically like 75 to 80, 85, we'll say that. Uh, I don't know necessarily that we will 
identify with the young Avengers as much as we have the new new Avengers. And even with some of these young Avengers not being cont- contemporary creations, being you know o- older creations, the stories and adventures that they have, while comic geeks might still get a kick out of it, the average per- person. Your 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 uh, I don't want to call them norm normies, but your casual there there's the word word your casual moviegoer or I don't know if they're gonna necessarily get that, but on a Disney Plus series like you said with kids, and now you're like oh I don't have to go to the theater for this yeah it's a maybe it's a little bit you know PG more than I like my MCU, but I do I think Young Avengers would be an ama- an amazing series to do well well, the thing is and this is something i think uh, some of us getting a little bit older now and i I talk like we're that like we're that yeah i know (laughs) Um, but it's something that we we do need to realize is that cartoons are not made for us Mm -mm. not not this round of cartoons uh different we grew up in different times Mm -hmm. we you know a lot of us grew up in the 90s uh, times were very different i mean these these were times where if you wanted to talk to a girl you actually had to pick up a phone and call the house oh man i I, do do you remember yeah yeah. this this is a a phone with a cord yeah a phone with a cord you're like oh god God." and then you and then her dad (laughs) picks up and you're like nope nope nope, her her dad or her brother picks up and you have to (laughs) and you have and you have to be super cool about it yeah, this and then you know no, there's no, there was no sliding into DMs. Yeah, there was no, none of that. You actually had to put effort into into uh, there there was human um, contact. <laughs> the human, yeah, and and then uh, and I think my favorite thing also was growing up is when you told your friends you were meeting them at the theater at seven. You met them at the theater at seven. There was no where you at or nothing. It was because you got dropped off and there was no cell phone to help no. you out. Yeah. You, you made plans and you stuck to it. Punctuality. Anyway, so, so my my point is, uh, this generation of kids is not the same as the last one. I mean, right. it happens just because times change, yeah. culture changes, mm-hmm. you know, technology changes, which which in turn changes everything. So I mean, the experiences kids are going through now are not the same ones that we went to. Sure, they're similar themes, but the 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 path is different. So yeah. the cartoons are going to be different. Which is why sometimes when when I see a cartoon, when I see an animated series for kids nowadays that I don't really resonate with, I'm not supposed to. I have to right. remember that it's not it's not for me. But I on the internet I, usually I see a lot of hate sometimes where it's like Team Team Titans Go really sucks or whatever. It. It's like it. it's like uh, first of all the show's amazing, but if you look at the other kinds of cartoons out there like The Loud House and yeah uh, whatever else is i don't watch too fairly, odd, fairly odd fairly parents odd parents back yeah. in the day day yeah yeah and then you realize you know it's it's for kids like my daughter loved the, the teen times go mm-hmm. so um, you know it, it's it's not for us and 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 that's okay because we have other shows that are made for us mm-hmm. <laughs> and and you know just just enjoy it for what it is and also just know that it's that kind of shows that usually is a gateway for kids to continue on with superheroes, continue on, yes. with, you know, becoming bigger fans of, of the properties. And maybe, uh, and dare we say it, they'd pick up a comic book. 
Oh my goodness, that would just be, you know, what a th- what a thing. Uh it's funny you bring up the kid as- a- aspect of it. Um because m- my son it's uh, uh, an interesting situation. Uh, he's got some behavioral health issues. He's not on the spectrum, but he's got things that are similar, but he's got uh, other things. Anyways, he can he can be a, a hand, handful, but he's super fucking smart, advanced. He's like on like fourth grade re- reading level and first grade and, and like second grade. He's smart, smart, right? We never watched Bubble Guppies, no Doc McStuffins, no the the closest to the sharing, caring preschool whole type shows we got. He watched about a year of Sesame Street. I almost feel bad, but at the same time, what he did watch was Ninja Turtles classic and 2012 12 series. He watched Ghostba, the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Teen Titans Go was his shit. He used to just call it Go. And he would hear the music, and he could be in his room, and he'd hear the music and come running for it. And you know, it's Cartoon Network. They showed Teen Titans Go like 10 times in a row, and then then it's like five episodes of Gumball, and then more Teen Titans Go. (laughs) So it was great. And um, But those cartoons, like Gumball, and Teen Titans, they understand their uh, audience quite well. And in those cases, there are some things for the for the parents, for me and you to get and la- mm. laugh at. But you're right. That doesn't ha- happen nearly as much as it did in the uh, 80s and 90s. Look at Animaniacs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a prime example of we know parents hate watching most cartoons. So... Here's the Animaniacs and the Tiny Toons filled with inappropriate humor that goes over the kid's head, but the parents can can get a kick out of it. Uh, they don't do that because kids now ha- have access to smartphones and all of those jokes that used to go over the head can now be looked up real quick. I think that that's why we see more kitty-friendly only cartoons what do you what do you think that does their access to info play a factor in that i don't think so i just think that we're too freaking pc that's that's really what it is you know we're so afraid of our own goddamn shadows nowadays that everything has to be oh my oh my god you know like you know kids are kids are over here shooting each other and and killing prostitutes in grand theft auto 5 but pepe le pew's the problem yeah and yeah. and um and then Speedy Gonzalez is the problem, and and uh, Gina Carano is the problem, you, you know. And I don't. There's want to get there's. Too... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I'm what I'm saying is back back then, uh, there's a there's a there's a ton I think of of shows that you can look at episodes of what we grew up with that would not, would not. Fl- that would would absolutely get, get uh, murdered as far as uh. Twitter and and the the whole cancel culture thing. Scrubs, how how I met <laughs> your mother, f- friends, like all these shows that were uh, Seinfeld, like even some of these shows have already had episodes taken off of streaming services, and right. and it's like context, people, context. Like you gotta accept 
some context. You got to understand hi historical context. And I wasn't saying that I didn't want to get too, too political to, to cut you off. I was going to say I don't I don't want to get too political on on this at uh, like uh, as far as picking uh, uh, a sides type thing or or making it about a sides type thing because it's not at all like you like you said. Uh, some people get really itchy at the mention of the phrase PC or SJW or or anything because like any any word out there. It can eventually be used as an insult. Look at um, my my son, for example, right? Behavioral health issues. Look at all the words society has had to go mm -hmm. through for for those. Even scientific terms were eventually deemed that's not nice. And it's like, but but that's the me medical term. What else am I supposed to say? <laughs> I I kind of lightly brought up the point the way I did, and I'm glad you said it because I. I agree. I agree that that's the the primary cause. In in the original a Animaniacs, great scene. The the Warner Brothers and sisters are on a cruise ship, uh, doing detective work, and Yakko asks Dot Dot to to finger for Prince, and she picks up Prince, the singer artist, and and she's like, "I found him," and he's like, "No, fingerprints," and she's like, "I don't think so." And it's just like <laughs> it's just like I love it. It's such a great, great mo moment. And because of, like you said, PC, but it's it's more than than that. Ori originally, it almost goes back to post World War II when we created a new type of human, the teenager. A long, you look throughout human history. Uh, my wife brought it up. We had this conversation yesterday. Uh, things from uh, I'm going to say it wrong. Please say the 15th birthday for girls in uh, Mexico. Th thank, thank you. I, I, you know, speech. Uh, sweet 16s. Uh, bar, bar, uh, bar, uh, mitzvahs. Um, Countless cultures that I, uh, of 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 natives and indigenous peoples across the planet that I can't come up with. Some as young as like eleven or twelve, but almost every society by sixteen, adult. You know, even in America, up until after World Wars one and two, it was pretty much thirteen, fourteen, adult, and then all of a sudden we didn't need our kids to do that. They could focus on school instead and become adults later. And that really kind of threw a wrench in things because that's not how humans really, really are, right? And that all kind of feeds into, like you said, the changes in um, uh, culture, society, and, and time as it goes on and, and what people um, – can take and there's there's this word I always use besides consistency and it's resiliency. Uh, I think the MCU has been doing a great job at showing resiliency as a need, a necessity. Tony's PTSD, uh, Peter's you know stuff dealing with Mysterio and Far From Home, Falcon and and Winter Soldier. Uh, you saw it, you you liked it. They are uh, clearly going to be going into uh, 
uh, some racial issues, especially in Sam's personal life. And all of that, again, is, is just great, natural. You see where, where it's going, storytelling. It's doing, doing all this great stuff. But these, these younger kids, they don't have that resilience if something doesn't go their way. We, we, when we created teenagers, we took away responsibility and we gave them all this free time. And we now we've got the the results. And one of the things you you said about PC, I think it's it goes to his historical con context, right? Look at back to movie business. Uh, Gone with the Wind had its controversy a little bit ago because it finally hit a streaming service, and it's like we got it. There's by by today's standards. A lot of issues with that movie, but it also had the first African American to win an Oscar in it, and it's it's an interesting thing. It's a meme, but it is an interesting thing. Talking to Gina Carano, PC again. Um, we we saw the removal of Uncle Ben, Aunt J- Jemima, the Land of Lakes, Native American, all from the packaging, and. In theory, we understand why, but then when you look at the supermarket now, your Quaker Oats still has the white guy on. There's still a bunch of white people on these packages, and it was like, we got what you were going for, but I don't think you guys quite realized what you actually did, and the worst or funniest meme at the same time is that Land of Lakes, it's like, Look, white people again took the land or, uh, yeah, uh, removed the Native American and kept the land. So it's 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 a weird thing with the youth today. And I I worry this, Manny, most you and I and our youth, we don't have a lot of stuff on online, right? There's not a lot of videos or audio of the stupid shit we did. Because we didn't have these, right? Nope. Um, but I just find it for for years we've looked at somebody. Oh, you fucked up at sixteen. Okay, you're twenty five. You've lived a good life. Care carry on. And the lack of resiliency to these days is so ba- bad that people can't even cope with a show or movie existing. That that is something they don't like. Don't watch it. Absolutely. And the, and the thing is, you brought up the point with Gone with the Wind. It it has what you were saying earlier with historical context. With, I mean, and unfortunately, that that is the way they lived in those times. That's that's not a that's that's not you know a. There's no glorification of it. Yeah. It's not excusing. It's just a a period piece. Right. And, and, but, you know, you, you see period pieces like that made still nowadays, but obviously from different points of views and different storylines. So do, you know, do those have to get taken down too? And, and so, so there's no, so it's like, there's no end to it. Like where, where does it, where, where do you end? And, and then it just seems like after a while it starts becoming almost petty instead of actually necessary. There, there are some things there's some things absolutely i know that uh magic the gathering had a couple of cards that 
that they that they took out of circulation and i was like Sorry. I, I was like you know what man like how bad could these cards and then i go look them up. i was like oh <laughs> never mind yeah go ahead take 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 off the white hooded guys <laughs> off of circulation you know that, that's just a one example but yeah. it's it's um it's strange but and, and it's it's weird to think about it and may and maybe this is me just being old and saying back in my day but um i i don't know if if what the intention is now with kids shows because it seems like the only point of a kid show nowadays usually is entertainment distraction um, yeah just just distraction bright colors uh and to distract you because if you think about it we had in the 90s we had a fantastic show the batman the animated series mm-hmm. that had so much depth into it that they still talk about it to this day yeah and it's it's still super popular and it's seen as so- as almost the absolute you had so, X-Men, Spider-Man, which, again, layers and layers on characters that to this day is because why so many people love it. So, I, I mean, you, you don't you don't necessarily see that anymore. You see just uh, in kids shows, very, very cookie cutter storylines, no, not real depth in characters and, and, and not just even lessons any anymore. Uh, once you get past those pre-k shows the moral lessons and things that you used to get out of a saturday morning cartoon whether it was uh the real ghostbusters teaching you the the value of teamwork or transformers generation one teaching you um excuse me uh uh hell even back then gi joe and transformers dealt with stuff dealing with social issues with race or unfair treatment of of people by authority and shit you know they don't do that as much and um i i i won i i wonder why part of it i think is the divisiveness and everyone is so afraid of that Twitter mob. Look, Gina's Carano's uh, episode of, of whatever Bear Grylls thing is won't air on Disney+. Plus. Warner Brothers went ahead and took her from the Fast and Furious franchise. And I'm in my mind, I'm like all... The last five years, we've heard hyperbole from a particular side using the name of the very, very bad man from World War II constantly. We heard references to the very, very bad places from World War II uh, with some of the uh, uh, holding centers for people coming across the, the southern border. It's all hyper. I'm, I use hyperbole all the time. Look, like the beginning of the show, talking about fuck Sony. I I hate. Am I really that upset? No, I would. If I was that way, guys, for real all the time, I would have died from a heart attack or a stroke. You know, because Sony really does suck. (laughs) But, but um, that that resiliency, that that whole key thing of. Learning something and get getting something out of it, man. I just, I, I do my like I said, I, 
I almost felt guilty that my son son didn't watch all those kids shows. But at the same time, the shows I showed him had those lessons in them that you and I grew up with. So I kind of think maybe I made the better choice. Yeah, so, I mean, so all this really to say that, you, you know, the, the, if if Marvel Studios decides to go that route, yeah, we may not resonate with the shows. We might not. <laughs> and that's okay. And yeah. that's really okay because it's not for us. They have a they have a plethora of more content for us to enjoy. So you know, don't go all all um, crazy on yeah. the internet when. And that's the smart th- thing about it, because like I brought up to, I can't remember who I was talking to. I was like, I don't know if it'll make the money they want at the theaters, guys. I don't know if we enough people will resonate. And I was told I was wrong. But it's nice to hear that somebody else thinks of the same possibility. Because, <laughs> again, it's, it's like you said, all, all about relation. And, and uh, parents will more likely get something out of it with their kids. Even if it's not from the show, it's the fact, dude, you got a kid. I got a kid. There, there's, it's awesome just to sit down and, and watch a show together and laugh at mm-hmm. the same time. You build a yeah. memory, and you will forever love that sh- show, even if you don't give two fucks about the story or characters. Uh, absolutely, I have I have such great memories with the shows that she watched, even though I hate. Oh God, um, Yo Gabba Gabba is one of them that <laughs> that we grew up with, that she loved. I mean, she yeah. she dressed up as Broby, uh, and then uh, you mentioned that well, another one that she just adored, and that was Doc McStuffins. Mm. But it's something that I sat with her, and she, her little eyes were all gleaming, and whatever, and it was, it was fun. And now, we just got through watching WandaVision together. We would get up early on Friday morning, to, uh, to watch it, and then she, she connecting the dots with, with Age of Ultron and stuff, and with Endgame. How old is that, she? That was, uh, she's ten. Nice, very cool. So it's, uh, so it was, it was really nice to, to, to see her like put it all together and, and be very excited for it, and then be as disappointed as I was in the end. <laughs> and so, uh, you, you know, but it's, 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 uh, it was, it's not even about the show. It's about the time that we spent together yeah. geeking out about, about superheroes and, and fa- fantasy places. And, you know, and Marvel characters are perfect for that because their characters were made to be relatable. Yes. You know, DC characters were created, uh, you know, earlier when you needed more of a, almost like an a, a, Olympus, Olympus type gods to, mm-hmm. to really give you that sense of hope, like, like a Superman, you know? And then Marvel came along and it gave you X-Men and, and gave you uh, Spider, Spider-Man and things like that Spidey. relating to, yeah. you know, immigrants and the teenage teenager that you said, like you said, was created. So, so different characters fill different needs, different voids. And that's totally okay. Yep. It's it goes back to something you and I have said uh and about um escapism versus uh seeking out uh relatable stories. You know, you got properties that are were designed for pure escapism and in those properties contemporary messaging doesn't work and it pisses off fans because they're like I don't want the real world in this i want to get away from the real real world dc marvel 
was always about the real. That was Stan's vision. Make it right. real, you know, <laughs> real with with super superpowers. And you know, we're we're looking at Falcon and Winter Winter Soldier coming up, mm-hmm. uh, where um, definitely race has got some things to play. I don't think. I think some people, I don't know why they, they seem so happy about the idea, idea that somehow the blip caused nothing but angry, evil, uh, racist people to be in charge. But uh, I see Sam's uh, past and his present and his experiences uh, with race being the that messaging that that race thing that that is happening and that contemporary messaging and it's perfect it's it's great so long as they they uh do it the right way because i brought up to nick um you can't all of a sudden just have in in the mcu you've had you know nick fury as the head of the the shield and and roadie as the head of the military base or the face of the military basically you have to do more to explain if you're going to go with all of a sudden America doesn't want a black Captain America. You have to explain it more because you haven't established um, that type of issue in the MCU. However, all of the stuff with Sam's uh, personal life, definitely 100% from, from growing up in, the, in Louisiana in the, in the South stuff he could have faced in the military as he's trying to make it through ranks, trying to make it as a para-rescuer. All of those contemporary messages are are there. Um, I know there's like two two sides on on this this Falcon and Winter Soldier thing. There's already a group that is like, it's too SJW. They're 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 trying to have this this and I'm like, like guys, relax. I, I don't think it's gonna go the way you guys think it is and then there's this other side uh on the opposite extreme where they're like i can't wait to see um america be the bad guy and they they don't want a black captain american i'm uh, t- to them i'm like whoa hold on ag- again that's not exactly what sh- you guys are gonna see. so both of you guys c- calm down we're gonna see an amazing s- story about something that that um and i now i gotta Make an, an additional fucking hashtag and shout out um, to uh, guys like Sonny J- Johnson, Felicia Killings, uh, uh, Jeff Jeff Charles. Um, we are getting a marquee, a list, millions and millions of dollars spent. Great, outstanding, positive, no stereotype, no no. No uh uh sacrifices, no no not we are getting a black dude front and center, name on the mar marquee, something Hollywood has had issues doing, and it's freaking brilliant and it it's everything Stan would have wanted. Do you agree? Yep, I agree. The only thing I disagree with is I don't think that uh for um Sam Wilson it'd be that difficult to get a loan. I well, <laughs> I, I think a, I think he could. I think there's some people he can call where he can get a right. It just yeah. I I, I get what they're storyline. Yeah, I get what they're doing, but at the same time, I I, I was like, eh, 
it so was, you're just trying you're just trying the local bank uh, yeah i was like hmm okay you well can do better than that you you can i i know you know the head of of a place called stark industries right i know Pepper you know i know you know a general out. named roadie yeah i know you know you know it's 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 just i'm just uh don't 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 give me I mean, you, you know, know the, the cats leaders. in Wakanda, you know? You, yeah, you know the leaders. Of, you, there's 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 ways you can get it's along, man. Yeah. And 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 so don't don't give me like, again. I, I know I get what they're doing. I get yeah. what they're saying. But at the same time, you know, don't don't it, tell me that he can fly and that he can he can fight helicopters and missiles <laughs> in the air, but then he can't get alone. Don't, it, don't do that. It was an <laughs> it was an interesting scene because you you saw what Disney was attempting to do. There was a. They were attempting to make a uh, a contemporary comment on the difficulty that minorities can face getting loans because of in- institutionalized uh, thoughts, things that deal with redlining. Uh, there's a lot of hi- history, guys. Fuck, I could t- talk demographics, redlining, and and history and all all that that. But um, that scene was almost uncomfort uncomfortable because you saw what the writers kind of wanted to do. But again, in the MCU, we we assume that indeed up until we see Iron Man, right, that they they had a 60s civil rights movement. They had a civil war, slavery. We expect that their their world's history is very similar to ours. So all the things they need to, to do the uh, – it was a retcon for Cap to do the Isaiah Bradley bit. But it it worked. It fit. It made sense. The Tuskegee Air, Airmen experiments, real thing. MCU created their their own version of it. I can't wait for that scene, that realization when Sam goes. Captain America was was a black man first. It's it's. I can be Captain because I I I honestly think I. I don't think people are taking it as serious as he says it. I don't think he really believes he d- deserves it. Just like in an Endgame, it does. It feels like it belongs to someone else. I think in his heart of hearts, he doesn't f- feel worthy. Potentially, more than likely, connected to some stuff from his past, racial stuff. But you're not going to see all of a sudden only weak willed people and racists were left during the blip and they took o- over uh but i loved it i thought it was great and i'm excited to see more um can you think of a better uh a better um p- property than marvel comics that was ever cr- created to give us a, an an outlet for uh, for our real life issues in a fantastic setting, I, I can't think of one. No, not really. I think that you know it's decades of storylines that that really back that up, which is why why that answer is not not really. No other property has has the length of storylines to to. Uh, and then you have the you know array of writers and artists. With different experiences from different decades, adding to to the characters' legacies, to to fit to to fit the the current conversations, 
and and that's what that's what Marvel has done for for decades, and that's why it's it's resonated so well. I mean, hell, just just X Men in in the the, immig- the immigrant commentary, or, or you know, just Captain America, and as as being you know hope and and you know not he he's funny because he's always been Captain America, but he's never necessarily been as far as the government. He, right. he represents the people of America. Yeah, after <clears> which, World which War II. Yeah, right. Which is why, which is why, which is what I always find really, really interesting. So yeah, I mean, and then Sam's message it, it resonates with everyone. Sometimes you don't feel worthy of what you're doing. Sometimes you feel like you're not enough. And when when as a matter of fact, you've you were part of saving the you know the universe. You were part of that group, but because of because of what society has told you you can and cannot mm-hmm. be, you you still don't feel like you you should be you should be there. Yeah. So it's a it's a very I think it's it's done very very well. Yep. And you know it's it's something that I think only a Marvel show can do. Right. You're right. Mm-hmm. And as a as a I I don't believe in that whole oh as a white guy or as a dude you can't talk about certain subjects but I want to a- ask me make sure I I didn't lose it uh uh um when it when it when it comes to uh m- minorities and and these films and and re- relating with those e- experiences his um uh I I think in in my mind it's better to see this be very very centered on Sam and his life versus uh cuz like I said it doesn't fit the the MCU as they've set it up versus all all of a sudden America just doesn't want a black captain it would be cheap writing and it takes away from from him it's his story, his experiences, his history. His, does that make sense? Like, I don't want to see anything taken from from Sam in in this in this show because it's such a. It is is it not a very very deep personal thing when you experience that type of bigotry related to how you were born. Not saying that you've necessarily dealt with it, but just a- out there, you know. It, well, it's, well, it's really important because it, it it speaks to to the fact that it doesn't matter what you do or how far you ahead you get in life, how successful you are, your status, whether it's whether you're you're a a gardener or whether you are an Avenger. The the problem is that there are some people in yep. this country in this world that still see color first. Mm-hmm. and uh still see the race first see you know it's and that's in that should be impactful because that's yep. that's really the way it is unfortunately in, in in a lot of cases uh it's some like i live in california so i don't necessarily see it as often but right. i am told that there's other parts in the country where they're like nope that that is still front and center yeah. in, in some areas and so, yeah, it, it's unfortunately it's a message that still needs to be talked about. Oh yeah, and and this is a great great place to do it, and a great character to do do it with. Um, I was telling Nick, it's kind of funny how comic accurate the 
last two shows have actually been as far as when they take from the comics. Uh, we are getting a lot of of 616 straight up. Like, it's awesome, even though uh, I think part of the reason they did that is all of the mixing of Ultimate and 616 that they did to get 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 the MCU established um now they're now they're able to i guess mislead us more by going with things that we think we know and then changing them ever so slightly he um but yeah it's great so wow what a what a mon- monday morning man we've been all over i have no no idea even what i'm going to end up titling this but uh it's been a great great time uh, I do believe we're going to see, uh, Maguire and Garfield on Spider-Man. How much? Don't, don't know. Uh, I will say this, uh, after WandaVision, we should all temper our expectations on No <laughs> Way Home and really realize that the next part of Wanda's story is Doc Strange. So, um, and then we got to talk a bit about, uh, some politics, Falcon and Winter Soldier and some movie business. So guys, thank you so much for joining us today. It was great. Manny, any last words or anything else you wanted to bring up? No, I I think we're, I think that's a good, good place to cut it. Good, good. You guys know what to do. LRMonline.com, uh, every day, uh, check out the podcast channel. Uh, it's the LRM online podcast podcast network you can find it just lrm podcasts we're we're everywhere subscribe follow on on the apps like spotify and sound soundcloud all that good stuff and uh, and of course the youtube channel uh manny gig nancy others kicking ass giving you guys insider access to a-list celebrities writers directors p- producers guys we have uh D- deborah snyder right De- deborah snyder we have uh, Jen Schaefer from from WandaVision. Uh, look, I'm not even going to go, go over it all. Current, relative, top tier, LRM online. Do it. Subscribe. Sh- share us with your friends. LR Mornings is video now. Obviously, I'm going to be bringing more videos to you guys, more live live shows, and uh, as as. Uh, Shocky hinted during our live uh, Justice League review um, that we are going to be giving these podcasts kind of their own network, the Genreverse brought to you by LRM Online. So be on the lookout for some new graphics and and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, Manny, do some selfless uh, or some shameless self-promotion. You can find me on Twitter at LRM underscore Emmanuel. And then you can also find me on Instagram at riddle me this underscore five one oh. You got it this time. Way to go. <laughs> What's the <laughs> I was uh, I had two hours of sleep last time. Uh can't uh unless it's like PII, what is the five ten for? What is the what? Uh p- per- personal identifiable in- information. Like if oh, if it, the five one oh? Yeah. Oh, that's that's my hometown zip code. I'm from. Oh, I grew up cool. in. Uh, I I was born in Oakland and raised in Berkeley. So, that's that's what it is. So, are you a Raiders fan? Or do you no, uh, no. As soon as I left uh, oh, to okay. uh, Las Vegas, I was said, uh, 
screw them because of the years of punishment that we had to put through. I know. All the, all only for them to have to go to Vegas. Which, by the way, I don't blame them because yeah. Oakland didn't necessarily do anything for them. No. Uh, to get new stadium, but and at the same time, screw them. I I hated. It was sad when Al Davis died, of course, right? Mm-hmm. But um, as a Raiders fan, I can't, couldn't help but be like, it's very sad. I feel bad for fans, friends, and family. But Al always thought he could buy a Super Bowl with a single pick during the draft and would do stupid guy. fucking trades mm-hmm. and never build a team around someone. And so, anyways, yeah, you guys can find me at that Kyle Malone, where despite the obvious uh, geekiness, I can also talk a little football, but I can talk hockey all day long. If you guys want to do any of that, I'm at at that Kyle Malone on Twitter, at that one Kyle Malone on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for listening today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.